0: Hey there. Are you a crime scene investigator, law enforcement officer, or forensic scientist looking for a Facebook community that understands you? Check out Taction USA's forensic product groups. You'll find blogs, articles, information, and community. For those of us in the investigative field, there are not many lines of support out there, but Taction USA is a company that was founded by law enforcement for law enforcement. Subscribe today to get access to exclusive content. Just look for Taction USA in Facebook groups.
1: Hey gang
2: Hello (laughs) Alright
1: Welcome back to Crossing the Tape Yet another mini episode Please sign the crime scene log Put on your hats and grab your bats Because it's time for batons
0: Yes Um, Quack! No Oh so this is the history of the police baton, and it's abridged, if you will, because if I went through everything, it, we'd be here all day. So just a little short history of the iconic baton that we always see on every show and every every clip art with police has a yeah, little they've, baton. They've got <laughs> a club or
1: expandable something. Right.
0: So the police baton was first. It first became developed in the 1800s. It was first called the Truncheon or the Billy Club.
1: William Club. (laughs) To his friends.
0: Okay. Did you know him? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Oh. (laughs) He's a tough dude.
0: (laughs) He'd have to be. While they have always been seen as iconic and a form of authority in some regard, there has been much controversy about the severity of using them. Yeah. At one time, law enforcement used saps, or leather slappers, which were basically concrete-filled leather.
1: Mm-hmm. Or filled with lead beads. Well... Still, it's leather with a bunch of weight.
0: Yeah, it's, of it. yeah. it's like having a brick in your purse. <laughs>
1: it's
0: like putting a lock in a sock. Yeah. This, of course, could act as a deadly weapon and has been modified to today's <laughs> batons instead, which are a lot lighter, too. That's another aspect of it.
1: Yeah, know. it's easier to carry... A, expandable baton
0: right? than to have a big heavy sap in your back right. pocket the expandable Pulling ones though down. you have to have the wrist you gotta have the wrist you action gotta, yeah you
1: gotta practice <laughs> the motion
0: <laughs> in the 1960s police batons received a negative connotation during the protest ma- made which made developers modify it again in the 1970s mm-hmm. so because of all the big protests in that era police were using you know the batons mm-hmm. even more really and, wailing on yeah, people and so they thought, eh, let's modify this again. So the modern police baton is seen as the best of all, as it is expandable, lighter in weight, so it's easier to carry. Mm-hmm. Better on the hips. Yes. <laughs> and it can be used more effectively for police as an eff- an offen- offensive tool or a deterrent.
1: Or an offensive tool, depending <laughs> on how you feel.
0: I know. I was thinking it could go either way. <laughs> But less lethal is always encouraged. Yes, even over the use of batons. So, as far as liability and safety goes, the taser has been the weapon of choice for less lethal.
1: Generally, yeah, it's going to be most people's first grab if they right. need, especially for a show of force. Yes, if you pull out the baton, the persons they may what if they give grab it? it or if they <laughs>
0: well,
1: yeah, and you got to train on weapon retention with your baton too mm-hmm. and everything else you hold but right. the person might think eh, he's not gonna hit me with that or they might give up yeah but with the taser
0: it's a, little a more... lot of
1: people even if they've never been hit with a taser
0: they know what it can do yeah everybody's
1: seen the clips of people <laughs> right. freezing up and falling over right that's a lot more common than seeing someone go down after one whack in the leg with a baton right and the person may think they're a tough guy like William Club, and <laughs> well, even if they hit me with that, it's not going to bother me. Right. But everybody knows the taser,
0: it'll right. get you. Right. So, that's a brief history. And
1: the uh, most common brand mm-hmm. of expandable baton is the ASP. And yes. Do you know how it got its name?
0: I don't know. I mm-hmm. think you've said this before, but I'm not sure. Uh, it's
1: because the first guy to get whacked with one, that's the sound he made. He went, ASP!
0: Okay. I figured it was something... Or it's named after
1: the little snake. I don't know. (laughs) But there's... So it started with the, uh, like, billy club style. Yeah. Fixed ones, which would usually sit in a little ring holster kind of Mm -hmm. thing on the belt. But But they
0: were long, too. Yeah. They they, were... I
1: can't imagine. Like, if you got to chase someone, you have to hold it while you're running. Otherwise, it's going to keep knocking against your leg, and that's Mm going to get uncomfortable. And then... A lot of places switch to the uh, PR24 style, the right angle style. Mm-hmm. And m- most places have moved away from those now to the expandable, but the uh, PR24 has a lot of particular properties and things that you can do with it that I think we've switched to the expandable type for ease of use and yeah. carry. Yeah, but there's a lot. Especially. Of Benefits to the PR 24, especially if you just really need to wail on someone, but that's not what we're encouraging in modern modern policing No And again, it's a big old thing that you have to slide it into the ring thing when you get out of your car Because you can't sit down with it No And then if you're chasing someone, it's knocking against your leg so you have to run while carrying it or holding it in place on your belt.
0: Well, and if you're short like me, it's probably dragging on the ground.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're pole vaulting every couple steps because it keeps <laughs> bouncing up. But the expandable type, um, there's a few different varieties. Mm-hmm. The Like the one that I carry. Probably more... Likely to use it as a glass breaker if you need to yeah. get inside a vehicle or a residence for whatever reason. Yeah, because um, they're super effective at that,
0: right? Especially if you that. hit the
1: right spot on the window, right? Um, but they're they're very powerful for feeling so lightweight. It's like rolled steel, is mm-hmm. what the yes the actual baton, the strike surface is made of. So you don't have to hit something very hard to hurt it, right? Or someone. Um, so you're, uh, it's going to be very particular circumstances that you're actually taking it out and striking and someone with it, it. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the modern day, especially yes, with
0: especially nowadays. tasers
1: available yeah. to quickly incapacitate someone yeah. and hopefully multiple officers around and you can coordinate force to subdue someone before it turns into them trying to beat you
0: yeah. and you
1: whacking them with a metal rod. Yeah. Yeah, that's just never going to look good.
0: No. But if you it's need never going to be ideal. It is
1: there. And for a long time that's what officers had.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for a long time that that be- was it.
1: Before the benefits of tasers, before pepper spray. Mhm. If someone didn't want to listen, they were going to get thumped. Yeah. And for a long time that worked. Yeah. But I think we've found better ways to handle things without first going to baton right, right off the bat. But it's so that's it for batons yes and we hope you enjoyed this history and nonsense yes i'm going to send this clip to william for approval okay but in the meantime please sign the crime scene log on your way out thank you for joining us
0: stay safe goodbye
2: are you tired of speculative sensational poorly researched and disrespectful true crime podcasts me too hi I'm Eric carter Landine, and I'm here to introduce you to True Consequences Podcast, an advocacy-focused show that sets itself apart from the rest. You see, True Consequences is a love letter from my baby brother, Jacob Londin, who was murdered nearly four decades ago, and he still needs justice. What sets my show apart is the deep-dive research I do, the first-person accounts I bring to light, and the empathetic lens through which I approach each case. I know what it's like to fight for justice for a loved one, and I'm committed to helping other families seeking justice. You can listen to True Consequences wherever you get your favorite podcast. Join me, Eric carter Londine, on this journey to uncover the truth and advocate for justice. Together, we can make a difference. Don't settle for sensationalism. Choose True Consequences podcast for advocacy-focused true crime. Subscribe now and be part of the movement for justice.